Welcome to another episode of Do Loss. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about Will Smith versus Chris Rock. Who was right? So the 94th Academy Awards were last night. And for those of you who are not up and up with Hollywood, like me, I had to look it up. The Academy Awards are just a ceremony that they give out awards for the best actor or the best actress or best director or best original music, things like that. And so during these events, they have a comedian that comes in and offers some kind of comic relief and just tries to lighten up the, the ceremony and, and allow everybody to have a good time as they uh, are receiving their awards. And so during this time, Chris, Chris Rock, a well-known comedian, was, uh, was on stage getting ready to announce the best documentary. And he, he started making jokes about some of the actors and actresses, and he got to uh, a famous couple in Hollywood, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And uh, Chris Rock made a joke about her appearance, and Will Smith got upset. And I have the clip for you here, so if you want to take a look, uh, here's the clip. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked it out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. So as you can see, things have gotten very tense very quickly and really changed abruptly on a dime for most people's um, or perceptions of this. And so yeah, he has some people saying, well, Will Smith, Will Smith was right to do what he did. He was standing up for his wife. He was standing up for her honor. And he wasn't gonna, going to allow this comedian, even though he was just making jokes, to get away with saying something about her appearance, even though he himself was laughing. There's others who are saying uh, Chris Rock should have done something. He should have, he should have fought back. He should have uh, maintained his honor and his pride by attacking Will when he turned around and, and, and not allowing him to just walk away from slapping him. But the, what I want to do here is talk about what the Bible would say about this. So my, my opinions don't matter. Your opinions really, uh, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, don't matter. Because what matters is what God would want us to do. This is, what God, this is how God would want us to react. Because we are not, uh, we're, not, we're not perfect. So you don't want my opinion. My opinion would be flawed. Your opinion would be flawed too because you're a sinner. I'm a sinner. We, we, we don't really know exactly how we ought to live apart from the law of God, which is why we have the Bible that we can turn to in, in situations like these. And so just to give a little bit of more background is that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, she has alopecia. So it's a disease where you where you lose your hair. So it's not something that um, I'm not, not, not sure Chris Rock knew at the time or not, but regardless of the fact, that's not something he ought to have done. And we'll get to that in, in a second. But also Will and Jada have a quote unquote open marriage where they are giving one another the allowance to go and fornicate with other people that they desired to fornicate with. And they're, they're still calling themselves in a marriage, which is just, uh, which is just adultery that's happening right now. Fornication and adultery happening rampantly within their relationship. So this is not a godly marriage. This is not really a marriage. It's just really a lustful relationship 
that has some semblance of commitment attached to it, which is not what God has uh, has in mind for marriage. Um, so, but what, to get to the point of the joke and the, and the slap and, and the response of what should have happened, what shouldn't have happened, this is what should have happened according to Ephesians 4.29, where it says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Now, if you look back at that clip, it does not look like Jada Pinkett Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith was being ministered grace. It doesn't, it doesn't look like she, what she was hearing about her appearance was something that was, gonna, uh, was kind and thoughtful of Chris Rock. And and you can and uh, so the the communication that came out of his mouth was corrupt. It was not godly. It was not right. That is not something I think Jesus would have done here on earth, making jokes about a, a woman's appearance, especially her hair, where the Bible says the hair is the long hair, especially is the glory of of the woman. And so that's not something that the Bible would condone. It says that we should use our mouth for that which is good to the use of edifying, meaning building up, not tearing down somebody's appearance. That, that and so that joke really was a sinful joke that Chris Rock told. And so it also continues in Ephesians five, uh, verses th- uh, Ephesians five verses three and four, where it says, "But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints." So even that prohibition on fornication, Paul's saying here that as Christians, especially, fornication should not even be named once among us. But chapter verse four it says, "Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient." but rather giving of things. So just as much as fornication should even be once named among us as Christians, Paul also says that foolish talking or jesting, some later translations say coarse jestings, uh, which I think uh, this joke that Chris Rock told would fall under a coarse, a coarse joke. But the Bible is saying that these things shouldn't even be once named among Christians. So if, if that is the standard of God, then that's that's the standard that we all should hold to. We shouldn't hold to, well, you know, he was just joking. He's a comedian. And, you know, God doesn't really care what he says. But the problem is, God, Jesus says every idle word, men shall have to give account thereof in the day of judgment. So you can't escape that judgment. You can't say, well, just because they're actors or just because he's a comedian, God's not going to judge them for the things that they say and do as a, as a comic or as a comedian. That has nothing to do with, with scripture at all because we're going to be judged for deeds done in the body. So as long as you're in the body acting, as long as you're in the body uh, being a comedian, every word that comes out of your mouth, every word that comes out of your 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 mouth, as or every deed that you do as an actor or an actress is going to be judged by God, regardless of whether you did it for money or 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 you, or you did it just out of your own self will. Because everything that you do really is out of your own self will, and you're going to be judged according to what you have done in the body. The Bible reminds us reminds us of that over reminds us of that over and over. And so when this took place, the joke was wrong. The joke was sinful. It shouldn't have been said. It should not have taken place at all. Chris Rock should have never joked about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's appearance. That that was a sinful thing to do. So that was that was wrong. And just like he tried to justify by saying it was just a joke, it was just a GI Jane joke, as he's heard as you he heard in the clip. God doesn't care. It, it doesn't matter because that's not a joke that should be told, regardless of what, whatever context it's in, because it's something that is contradicting uh, what Scripture has told us as far as uh, ministering grace to the hearers of what we say and not uh, engaging in foolish talking and, and jesting of that kind of nature. And so, but Will Smith's reaction also was sinful. He, he, he didn't have the right to go up there and slap 
uh, Chris Rock in the face. The Bible says if you have a problem with somebody, you go and deal with it privately. You don't deal with it publicly, and let alone in a violent way where you just slap the person. That's a, that's a sinful act to do. So was Chris Rock right? No, he wasn't. But was Will Smith right? No, he wasn't either. That was a sinful way to handle that situation and then, and then to, to yell out in front of the crowd, you know, keep keep my wife's name out of your out of your bleeping mouth. That also was a sinful way to talk to uh, a fellow image bearer of God. And again, the world's going to look at this and think that this is crazy. You're, of course, you're supposed to go up there and slap the guy. Of course, you're supposed to go back and fight him. And there's supposed to be a brawl taking place because you have to control. You have to maintain your honor. You can't let somebody disrespect you like that and all kinds of things. But the person who got disrespected the most was Jesus Christ. And what does the Bible say about him? That when he was riot, when he was reviled, he didn't revile again. People slapped him, mocked him openly. He had every right to send those people, send those people to hell immediately for their disdain, for their disrespect. But Jesus kept his mouth closed as a, as, as a model for us and how we should act when people are reviling us, when people are slandering us, even when people are attacking us. Uh, in, a, in a way such as that, we should be able to uh, maintain our emotion. As the Bible says, he who controls his emotion is greater than the person that is able to take over a city. So it's not, a, it's not physical strength that determines your manhood or your, or your maturity. It's, a, it's the amount of restraint that you, that you hold in emotional circumstances. That's the amount of maturity that, uh, that, that um, or that's the level of maturity that should be gauged in your, in your life. How well do you handle your emotions? How well do you handle, especially provocation from people? Because Jesus handled it the, in the most perfect way. He was, he, he, he was never provoked to anger in a way that was sinful. It was always right, it was always good, it was, it was, it was always sound in, in the way he handled things. And so, uh, as, as, you looked at, as you looked at this controversy, this is not something that we should talk about in a way that is, uh, that is cheapened, but we have to remember that God is looking at this and will judge Will Smith, will judge Chris Rock for what was said and what was done, because this is not something that uh, should, have been, should have happened. The joke shouldn't have been said, the slap shouldn't have happened, the back and forth shouldn't have happened at all because both of them were wrong in their sinful deeds. And that's, and that's, the, that's the standard of God. That's, God demands perfection. He demands, he demands holiness. And so we don't have the right to say, well, it was just in this context or, or it was just a joke or, you know, he had the right to go and slap him because that's what, that's what a man does to protect him. That's not how it is because the Bible has already shown us how we ought to deal with circumstances like these knowing that God himself said, uh, vengeance is mine. I will repay. I will, I will repay to people's faces. I will show them judgment that you couldn't even think of doing to your worst enemy. If you were to see your worst enemy handled by God, you would not want, you would not want that for him. Uh, uh, because God's, ju God's justice is so perfect, so pure, so full of, uh, thor so thorough that nobody will escape anything. Anything said, anything done, especially in Hollywood, of all places where uh, I, I remember I used to think before I was saved, well, you know, these people are just on screen, you know, they're just acting, so if they're blaspheming God's name or if they're fornicating or whatever they're doing on screen, it really doesn't matter because it's, it's just a movie. As if when we all get to heaven, God's going to look at the actors and actresses and look at and going to play what they've done and, and what they've said on screen. And he's going to look at them and say, well, I understand you guys were just acting. It wasn't real. That's not how God operates. God operates where everything matters, everything you do, everything you think matters and you can't escape that at all and so we have to remember that we have to also remember what the bible says about anger in ephesians 4 verses 26 to 27 it says be ye angry and sin not let not the sun go down upon your wrath neither give place to the devil so right there being angry 
uh, it's, it's okay to be angry, but to not sin also is where uh, is where the problem comes in. Because for people, you know, for humans that who are not Jesus Christ, who are not able to to be angry and, and sin not, our anger turns to sin rather quickly. And sometimes our anger in and, in and of itself is sinful because we're getting angry for selfish for selfish motivation. We're not getting angry because of the the uh, the uh, the reproach of God happening in front of us, or we're hearing or seeing something that is bringing dishonor to God. Uh, we're getting angry because we didn't like what was said, we didn't like what was done, and therefore we want to go rectify it in our own sinful way. And that's not what God has required of us. Also in Ephesians 4, verses 31 to 32, it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. So we don't have the right to harbor ill will we don't have the right to be angry and bitter and wrathful and or evil or speak evil of other people that's not our right we don't have a right oh he well he wronged me he did this to me he did we don't have the right to speak evil of another person that's and that's true love and later on you'll if you if you look up the story you'll see that when will smith won the best actor award he got up on stage and talked about how love will make you do crazy things but love will make you do crazy things um. But again, it's not love. What he did, it was it was pride. It was anger. It was uh, evil. It was evil doing. It was uh, it was not pleasing to God. What he did, that wasn't love. Love doesn't go and and slap your and slap your neighbor openly and deal with an issue openly like that. Love deals secretly in a way that is uh, not uh, in a way that is prescribed by God, where you deal with issues one on one. And if you have a problem with something, you deal with it one-on-one, -on -one, not in front of people, and, and not make it an open thing. That's not how you deal with issues that arise in life. And so we have to remember that the standard is high. The standard is perfection. It's not the world standard. It's not my standard. It's not your standard that matters. It's the standard of God that matters. It's the standard of how these people will be judged for what they do and what they say. And that's why we should react in a way that is biblical, not in a way that is emotional or that is or cultural or, or whatever the case may be. It's about what is right. And what is right is determined by God and God alone. Not my opinion, not your opinion, not my thoughts, not your thoughts, but God and God alone. But the good news is that these sins that took place could be forgiven. Jesus will look at Will Smith, will look at Chris Rock if they're willing to repent of their jokes and of their slander and of their their violence and of their blaspheme and of blasphemy and of and of their fornication, whatever sins that they've committed, God will look on them and forgive them and justify them and wipe away the slap, wipe away the joke, wipe away everything that was said and done in their lives, past, present, and future, if they will come to Christ in humble repentance and faith. Because that's the good news of the gospel. Jesus died for sinners. Jesus died for dirty jokes. Jesus died for foolish talking, foolish jesting. Jesus died for anger, for clamor, for evil speaking. Jesus died on the cross to take away all of these sins, to take away the penalty for these sins. And that's why if you come to Christ and you embrace him as Lord and as Savior, you won't want to engage in fornication. You won't want to engage in violence and in vengeance. And when God says vengeance is mine, you won't want to engage in foolish talking and jesting, all these kinds of things, because you will have a desire to do what is pleasing to God. And what is pleasing to God is not to engage in anger and clamor and evil speaking and fornication and jesting and foolish talking, all these, thi all these things that are just listed, uh, as Paul wrote in Ephesians 4 and 5. So our duty is to uphold the standard of righteousness and not to take sides in a fight or in a, in a, in a spat 
because of who we like or who we don't like or because of what we would have done when our hindsight is 2020 20, or all these things because we're all sinful the standard is the scripture the standard is what god has revealed and so that is what i try to bring to this situation and i hope that you take it and bring it to your every any, any situation you're facing with what does god say about this what how would god react how would jesus react in a situation like this what would jesus have done what would jesus not have done that should be our thought as christians not what the world would do not what i would do not what you would do but what would jesus have done what would jesus do and we have the mind of christ as the bible tells us in the word of god so open it read it and find out what jesus would do so thank you for listening today i want to uh keep you uh abreast of the next episode of our doulas view we're going to have angel silva who is a current seminary student at the Master Seminary in California. He's also been teaching our Sunday school classes at our church. So I got to sit down with him, get his background, find out how he came to Christ. And he has a really great story. And I'm thankful for how God is using him. And I'm thankful that I got to spend some time with him. So tune in on Sunday, April 3rd at 3 p.m. on YouTube and on Facebook to view the interview. Or you can download it as a podcast and listen then as well. So thank you for listening today. I'm Levi Bimba, and I will see you on the next Do Loss show.